From the poorhouse to the palace, Bethel Baptist Church is pleased to bring you this uplifting program hosted by Dr. Doug Castle. Please stay with us and open your heart as Dr. Castle opens God's Word. Well, today we're going to turn to Ephesians chapter 4 and begin reading in in verse number 4 and uh, down a few verses, looking at the words that define our salvation, looking at the word election. And I I want you to pay attention to what it says here. Uh, We're going to look at verse 3 of Ephesians chapter 1, and from verse 3 down to verse number number 12 is one statement— you will find a colon, you will find a, a comma, but it is one statement from verse 3 to verse 6 and then from verse 7 to verse 12. And those two sentences uh, are making a statement about our salvation and they they include several of the words that we're going to be looking at concerning our election. Now, I want you to notice verse 3 says, Blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, who hath blessed us with all spiritual bless, spiritual blessings in heavenly places in Christ. That's verse 3. Now verse 4. According as he hath chosen, that's the word elect, to choose to select. According as he hath chosen us in him before the foundation of the world, that we should be holy and without blame before him in love. We have been blessed with all spiritual blessings. Let me just tell you something. There are billions of people who know nothing about Christ. Now, many are ignorant because they have no interest. Let's just be honest. Look, in the, here in the United States of America, you, you can get somebody to talk to you for 30 seconds about the Lord Jesus Christ and, and the spiritual blessings. They're, they're, will, they're willfully ignorant, willingly ignorant, the Bible says. Then there are others that just haven't heard. That's Romans ten fourteen. How shall they how, how then shall they call on him in whom they have not believed? And how shall they believe in him of whom they have not heard? And how shall they hear without a preacher? And then verse 15, of course, how shall they preach except they be sent? So, uh, but I want you to notice in verse number four, we have this word blessed in verse three. Blessed with all spiritual blessings in heavenly places in Christ according. That means that verse three and verse four are indelibly linked together. They, they cannot be separated. They're, they're one, and, and again, there's one continuous statement being made from verse three to verse six, one sentence from verse three to verse six, and one statement from verse three to verse 12. Verse four teaches us when it all began. When did the blessings begin? The blessings did not begin the day that you were born. The blessings began before the foundation of the world. So let me ask you a question. On what basis did God choose you and me before the foundation of the world? He chose us according to his sovereign will, totally independent of our works because we were not yet in existence. This is the wonderful thing about the word election. It has nothing to do with God chose certain ones for heaven and others for destruction. No, independent of what anyone would do or could not do or refused to do or did not do. We were chosen based on a sovereign act of the will of God, totally independent 
of anything that we have done or could do or would do because we had not come into existence yet for thousands of years. And Peter, we are told in 1 Peter chapter 1, verse 2, that we are elect according to the foreknowledge of God the Father through sanctification of the Spirit. How did God choose us? Through the Spirit, not by our works. Unto obedience and sprinkling the blood of Jesus Christ to people who are, who are the elect, those who have received this, the blood atonement. Grace unto you and peace be multiplied. God, what did God know specifically that caused him to choose us? We don't know. God doesn't tell us. Now, I don't know why God chose me. I don't know why God cho chose you. If we're all honest, I don't know why he chose any of us, let alone the entire world. And he doesn't tell us. He knew everything, but since he does not tell us what he already foreknew about us, we have no right to speculate. We have no right to demean his choice or to criticize God's choice or to say God shouldn't have chose that person or even to say that God should not have chose me. I don't have a right to speculate on why he chose some uh, and, and, and he didn't choose some, he chose all. Because he's not willing that any should perish but that all should come to repentance. But I can appreciate that. Let me ask you, why did God choose Jacob? Jacob have I loved, but Esau have I hated. I, I'm not going to speculate rationalize or burn out my mind trying to figure that out. If you know God, you do not ask these questions because you know that God never makes a wrong choice, that God is holy and righteous in all that he does, that he makes no mistakes, that he doeth all things well, the Bible says. Why does he make choices? That he might be glorified. Can I read you some Bible verses? Thank you. 1 Corinthians chapter 1, verse 26. For ye see your calling, brethren. How that not many wise men after the flesh, not many mighty, not many noble are called, but God hath chosen the foolish things of the world to confound the wise, and God hath chosen the weak things of the world to confound the things which are mighty, and base things of the world, and things which are despised hath God chosen, yea, and things which are not, to bring to naught things that are, that no flesh should glory in his presence. But of him are ye in Christ Jesus, who of God has made unto us wisdom and righteousness and sanctification and redemption, the according, that according as it is written, he that glorieth, let him glory in the world. Why does God make choices for his glory? And that no one's going to sit there. You and I don't have the right to take the word election and presume that we can comprehend the, the, the infinite mind of God with a finite mind. Again, that is arrogant. That is, that is vanity and hubris. God makes choices that he might be glorified. God had a purpose. What was that purpose? That we might be holy. The election is the basis of our eternal salvation. It is the guarantee that no child uh, that's born, child of God that's born again can go to hell. God makes choices based on his holiness and his righteousness that whosoever believeth in him should not have, uh, should not perish, but have everlasting life. Let me read you some more verses. Romans chapter 8, verse 33. Who shall lay anything to the uh, uh, who shall lay anything to the charge of God's elect? It is God that justifieth. Who is he that condemneth? It is Christ that died, yea, rather that is risen again. Who is even at the right hand of God, who also maketh intercession for us? Who shall separate us from the love of Christ? Shall tribulation or distress or persecution? 
or famine, or nakedness, or peril, or sword. As it is written, for thy sake we are killed all the day long. We are counted as sheep for the slaughter. Nay, in all these things we are more than conquerors through him that loved us, through his choices, through his election. For I am persuaded that neither death, nor life, nor angels, nor principalities, nor powers, nor things present, nor things to come, nor height, nor depth, nor any other creature shall be able to separate us from the love of God which is in Christ Jesus our Lord. By the way, don't let somebody separate you from the love of God because some, some pinhead came up to you and said, you know what? You can't be saved. You're not one of the like. How, how does he know? Who is he that condemneth? Who gave him the right? No, it's God that justifies. You're not justified in the sight of God because somebody says you were elect or not elect because they didn't understand what that word meant. Who, what, they have no right to lay anything, any charge. Now, there are some distinguishing marks of the elect. And I'm going to show you those things and answer another question D tomorrow. Let me, I'll just give you the teaser, as, as it were. How do I know if the person that I'm witnessing to is elect? Well, we're going to answer that tomorrow. So I hope you'll tune into the broadcast and join us then. May the Lord bless you until our time again. You've been enjoying the program from the poorhouse to the palace. Find Pastor Castle's Bible commentaries and other resources when you visit the website bbclinton.com. Archive broadcasts of this radio program are available at wytjradio.com. Listen to the latest broadcast wherever you are or catch up on what you missed whenever you want by subscribing to the podcast on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or Google Podcasts. Just search From the Poorhouse to the Palace. From the poor